Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about Wilson's disease. And you can find written notes on this topic at zerotofinals.com slash Wilson's or in the gastroenterology section of the Zero to Finals medicine book. So let's get straight into it. Wilson's disease is an autosomal recessive genetic condition resulting in excessive accumulation of copper in the body tissues, particularly in the liver. It's caused by mutations in the Wilson disease protein gene on chromosome 13. This is also called the ATP7B copper binding protein. This copper transporting protein is important in helping remove excess copper from the body via the liver. Copper is excreted in the bile. Let's start by talking about the features. Wilson's disease typically presents in teenagers or young adults and it's rare for symptoms to start after the age of 40. The presenting features vary significantly between individuals. Liver problems usually arise first. Rarely it can present initially with neurological or psychiatric problems although these typically occur with more advanced disease. Deposits of copper in the liver lead to chronic hepatitis or inflammation in the liver which eventually leads to liver cirrhosis. Copper deposits in the central nervous system can lead to neurological and psychiatric problems. Neurological symptoms can include tremor, dysarthria, which is speech difficulties, and dystonia, which is abnormal muscle tone. Copper deposition in the basal ganglia in the brain causes Parkinsonism, which includes tremor, bradykinesia, which is slowness of movement, and rigidity. Psychiatric symptoms can include abnormal behaviour, depression, cognitive impairment and psychosis. Kaiser Fleischer rings in the cornea which are caused by the deposition of copper in Desimé's membrane are a characteristic finding in Wilson's disease. These are green-brown circles that surround the iris of the eye. They can usually be seen just by looking at the eye, but a proper assessment requires a slit lamp examination. Hemolytic anemia, which is a low hemoglobin caused by red blood cell destruction, may also be a feature of Wilson's disease. Let's talk about making the diagnosis. Serum ceruloplasmin is the initial screening test for suspected Wilson's disease. A low serum ceruloplasmin is suggestive of Wilson's disease. Ceruloplasmin is the protein that carries copper in the blood. It can be falsely normal or elevated in patients who have cancer or inflammatory conditions. A 24-hour urine copper assay will show a high urinary copper in patients with Wilson's disease. A liver biopsy can be used to assess the liver copper content and assess for liver disease. Special scoring systems that consider various features and laboratory results are used to establish the diagnosis. Other investigations are Kaiser Fleischer rings on a slit lamp examination 
and MRI brain, which may show changes, particularly the characteristic double panda sign. A low hemoglobin can be seen with hemolytic anemia, and they will have a negative Coombs test because it's not a hemolytic anemia. And genetic testing can be performed, including screening the patient's family members. Finally, let's talk about management. Treatment is with copper chelation using either penicillamine or trientine. Other treatments include zinc salts, which inhibit copper absorption in the gastrointestinal tract, and if necessary, liver transplantation. So thanks for listening to this episode on Wilson's disease. As always, a big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing this podcast. And I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll talk about alpha-1 antitrypsin deficiency.